Good afternoon and welcome back to RWV Live. I'm Chesley and I'm here with Pastor Mary Jean Pigeon and we are so excited that you've joined us for another little lunch hour, um, lunch break, just packed with the word and the power of God's word. And uh, we're gonna get into some interesting things today. So buckle <laughs> up. I know last week, Pastor Mary Jean shared a little bit about um, the fall of Lucifer and how that caused him to just despise us because we took his place and he has many tactics in the ways that he wants to distract us and keep us from being in our rightful positions. And that is uh, ruling and reigning in the kingdom of God and here on earth. And so I'm just excited that you're here and I'm excited to be back. I've been out a couple of weeks, but I know we're gonna have a good time today. Amen. Glad to be here, and I'm <laughs> glad I'm not flying solo anymore. Glad to have me a co-pilot. So yes. thank you, Chesley. Yes. Uh, you know, when you talked about the kingdom of God, just about ruling and reigning in the kingdom, I just saw yesterday a, a guy on um, a YouTube video that had had a, he was just talking about how the next great revival mm -hmm. will be the revival of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's just what we talk about here at RWV. Yes. At Restoration of Women's Virtues is, is that, the systems that are in the kingdom of God and how to call on the healthcare system, how to call on the financial system. Mm -hmm. And, and we're looking at our part as women and how important we play uh, uh, the, the role that we play as women mm -hmm. in establishing the kingdom in the earth. So, um, that's exciting. I was yes. really excited to hear that. I was dancing around in my kitchen all by myself. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <clears throat> but it may, but also we have a great enemy. And mm -hmm. last week we were looking at, Lucifer's fall and Isaiah 14, and also um, uh, how um, well how mad it made him. And we saw several scriptures that talk about the sides of the north, which mm -hmm. it got a little complicated, I admit. But <clears throat> the reproductive parts, the procreative parts of, uh, and the north being the hidden things. So the point being that the woman has a governing rule and a power in the darkness, mm -hmm. like the moon. We looked at the, right. the uh, part of the moon and the influence the moon has on the earth. Mm -hmm. And the woman carries that influence. And so uh, she has a governing power and a, an anointing to rule in the darkness. And that's where the devil's playpen is. Mm -hmm. That's where he likes to play. Yeah. That's where he can get things done. If he came right out and said what he was wanting to do, mm -hmm. uh, most people would, even people that aren't saved would go, no, yeah. I don't think I want that. <laughs> But he has to hide that. He has right. to deceive us. Yes. And the woman can sense that in a, in a way that's uh, unique to her as the church can sense it. And it's unique to a born again Christian versus the secular person that's never been born again. Mm -hmm. So um, we want to show you one of the ways that the devil, uh, one of his, it's, it says the, the wiles of the devil and they never change. And one of his wiles is what I call a, a reproach. And so we have a little book here. Where's mine? I don't know where. I have mine. You have yours. Mm -hmm. We have a little book here that came out of this book, out of Purpose, Position, and Power book, and it's called Above Reproach. And we're going to be talking about that spirit uh, today, and and we're going to shine a light on that dude. Yes. So, <laughs> so he can't deceive us so much anymore. Mm -hmm. And listen, not just women, but everybody deals with this. Right. This came in the fall of man. So I'll just set up a few things. Uh, in, in the fall, the fall caused us to have what we would call a broken image. Mm -hmm. 
And, uh, and it's like looking in a shattered mirror. You know, uh, God said in the, in the beginning, he said, uh, let us create, let us make man in our image, mm -hmm. in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them. <clears throat> and so when we were made, we had a perfect image of the perfection of God, the wholeness of God. Mm -hmm. You know, you have an image of yourself. Mm -hmm. you, I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I'm too, <laughs> I'm too tall. I'm too short, whatever. Yeah. But in your image, you have an image of yourself. And um, we had a perfect image in the yeah. beginning until uh, the woman listened to the devil. And I like to say, because her husband wasn't around, <laughs> he didn't help her there. But um, uh, when when they they ate of the uh, the wrong tree, and the glory and the fall came, and the glory lifted, the image that's left was like looking in a broken mirror. Mm -hmm. So we're all born with a broken image. Yeah. And what we do when we come into Christ is he comes in and redeems us. He washes us in the blood. Yes. And I had the neatest revelation over the, over the last few, oh, I guess the last, I guess, I think it was last Sunday. Mm -hmm. I just had the neatest revelation. And all of a sudden I was very aware, Chesley, of my born again mm -hmm. spirit. That's been on my mind ever since Sunday when you... Did I say something about it Sunday? Yeah, in service. You talked about My born-again spirit. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, oh, I have a, a born-again spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't talking about being born again necessarily, although that's great and that's a good experience. Right. But my spirit has a capacity of eternity in it. Mm -hmm. My spirit has a capacity to hold the riches and glory in Christ. And all of his wisdom and all of his provision and his peace. I mean, yeah, that's been... We could just float out of here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Our spirits are powerful when they're born again. Mm -hmm. Born again spirit. Amen. So uh, we get that whole image back. And the thing is, we have to renew our minds to the mm -hmm. to the things that we have. And that's what we're trying to do through Bible study on Thursdays is yes. renewing our minds. Yes. So in, in the fall, it causes us to have a broken image and we're looking into a shattered mirror. And then our next uh, in Proverbs 23, 7, it says, for as a man thinketh, well, the, the full Proverbs 6 and 7 says, eat not the bread of him that has an evil eye, neither desire his dainty meats. And, you know, you think about um, the guy, the person that has an evil eye. That could be your self-talk mm -hmm. about how you, the things you don't like about yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it, it would help us if we realize that when we talk against ourselves within, that we are talking against one of God's creations. Yeah. And we're agreeing with, with our enemy. enemy. Yeah. Why would we ever want to let words come out of our mouth that align with Well, them? even thoughts in our head, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, it, you, you might not even, it's like the Lord told me, you're not saying anything bad and that's good, mm -hmm. but you're not saying anything good and that's bad. Mm -hmm. uh, even just thinking it can weigh us down. Yeah, that's true. And I do believe we're going to a, a level of life mm -hmm. that... Um, just a whole new level of life where your thoughts are as powerful as your words. Ooh. Yeah. Got to train those okay. minds. Well, you know, <laughs> it's not a world I'm real familiar with, but I think it's out there, mm -hmm. you know? So <clears throat> in Proverbs 23, seven, it says, so here it said in six, 
Eat not the bread of him that has an evil eye, neither desire his dainty meats. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And my picture got on, got on part of my words there. But um, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As he thinketh in his heart, comma, so is he. Or you could say, as he thinketh in his heart, comma, as he thinketh, comma, in his heart, so is he. That plays both ways. Yeah. As you think, that's what's going to eventually come into your heart because you think the thought. Eventually, if it lingers there a long time, you're going to speak the words. Mm -hmm. And once you start speaking the words, it drops down into your heart. And that's the revelation you get. Mm -hmm. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I'm too this. I'm too that. Or I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Yes. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You are Beautifully and wonderfully made. That's right. That's right. Yeah. What is it in Psalm 139? I saw you while you were unformed substance in your mother's womb. Yeah. One day I was reading Psalm 139. I was kind of confused as to what to do that day. I was trying to make, you know, make a, get a focus. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, and I was trying to work real hard to do what I thought I should be doing. And it was, I was not getting anywhere with it. And I'm reading through 139 and it says, he, he scheduled your days. Before you were, he scheduled your days. I thought, well, what am I worried about if he's already scheduled <laughs> my days? And I just rolled the care over on God and went on about my day. It really set me free. So uh, these were a few things that I wanted to bring to our attention before we really got into the reproach aspect of things. Uh, it says, watch your thoughts. This is a great little saying. Watch your thoughts, for they become your words. We were just talking about thoughts. They eventually will become, right. you'll say it. it if you, if it mouth. lingers up here, mm -hmm. it will become your words eventually. Yeah. Watch your words, for they become your actions. Because you're going to follow after your words, mm -hmm. and it becomes your actions. And then it says, watch your actions, for they become your habits. Right. So this is starting at the very beginning. Watch your habits, for they become your character. And watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. Mm. So that's, wow. a, that's the journey trail. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Yeah. And, but to, when you start with the thoughts, when I said, you know, we have to train our minds, what's the verse that says, um, take every thought captive mm -hmm. and yeah. bring it into submission? Are you going to go there today? No, oh, I don't okay. think so. I can't remember the, the exact. I never know for apologies. sure how far we're going to get because we like to discuss. <laughs> right. And linger. But when I think about that, it's like God wouldn't have said that in his word if we didn't actually have the ability to control our thoughts. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we think like, oh, well, we, I can't control what I think or how I feel or what. But oh, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's really can be just an excuse, you know. Well, it's ignorance on our part. We, we've never been taught these things and mm -hmm. we didn't know. But um, it, it says in Colossians 3, 1, set, if you've been born with Christ, if you've received Christ, set your mind on the things above mm -hmm. where Christ is. Yeah. So set, you set your mind. That's an imperative command, which means we could do it. He wouldn't right. command us to do something we couldn't do. That wouldn't be right. Mm -hmm. So he, he knows we have the ability to set our minds right. on, on things above where Christ is. Um, and that really worked for me one time. I had an experience with that, but, uh, not too long, uh, not too long ago, I was kind of worried over something 
and uh, or yeah, I guess I was worried over something. <laughs> and um, I'm thinking about it. And I'm trying to believe God better and and whatnot. And I said, Lord, and I was praying about this situation. He says, uh, in my house there are many mansions or rooms. Mm-hmm. And he said, bind the devil, bleed the blood, and go into another room. <laughs> I said, what? He said, go into another room. I said, oh, I forgot I can, I can do that. In other words, don't sit there in that room and yeah. worry over that thing. Do your part mm-hmm. and then roll the care over on me. And you go, go praise God. Go meditate a scripture. Go. Amen. Think about supper. I mean, just go into another room. Mm-hmm. Set your mind on something else. Amen. Amen. That's and good. so we have the ability to do that. Yes. And I just went, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <Gosh. laughs> it's fun to walk with God, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> and it takes practice and oh, consistency. Yeah, but he's he's growing in a family. Yeah. And we're, we're growing up into the image of God to be just like him. Mm-hmm. And he's teaching us his ways. Yeah. And that's what he wants us to learn. Amen. <laughs> so our next part, you know, I have to come back and say, okay, what what are we all about here? We've been through a lot of different um, subjects and, and things. And and right now we're talking about women of prayer and the power of our influence and in and, and prayer. And I was reminded the other day about how a lady I know that is very much in, active in prayer um, was told by the Lord to pray in the plans of God and stop the strategies of the enemy. Mm. So that's that's one thing we want to do. And praying in the and that's in this situation with reproach. That's what we're doing: praying in the plans of God and stopping the strategies of the enemy. We're going to shine light on a strategy that the enemy may have paralyzed you in your life many times. I know mm. he has me. And so we call in the world system they call it uh, insecurities, mm-hmm. or they call it. Um, low self-esteem, mm-hmm. it's reproach. Yeah. And when he got the woman to follow after his commands in the garden rather than God's, and then she fed that to her husband, when that happened, that's when low self-esteem set mm-hmm. in. But really the spirit of reproach pierced their soul yeah. and, and had its, gained its target, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, uh, the day that I started learning about this, when I became aware of this, I was sitting at my desk years back, and I was reading about um, in David and Goliath in First Samuel. I told him last week we'd probably look at it, so mm-hmm. I felt like we needed to. First Samuel 17 is the story of David and Goliath, and um, Goliath's name means to denude, especially in a disgraceful sense, to strip or to reveal or uncover. And it's interesting, the whole story uncovers the faith of a little shepherd boy and the fears of this great army. Mm -hmm. And so when you have these giant things happen in your life that seems to be a giant, uh, it's going to reveal something. Mm -hmm. And Mainly, it's probably going to re- it's going to either reveal your faith mm-hmm. or it's going to reveal your lack of faith, right. and that you need to build faith in that area. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you're anxious and scared, then you need to go read scriptures concerning that, right? And build up in that area. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So, um, 
when I was sitting at my desk and I was reading about uh, David and Goliath and reading through that, well, when, he, when it said uh, he, he was going to defy the armies of the living God, let me see, I think I had, he was going to defy them. Why don't you turn to 1 Samuel 17 for me? And can, he was going to defy the armies of the living God. And when I saw that, I said, um, when I saw the reproach, defy literally means to reproach. So here's this giant came up on the armies of Israel and he's going to defy or reproach or literally set at naught, consider unimportant, disesteem them. And um, it's an expression of disapproval or disgrace. And he's going to ex dis expose them by stripping or defaming or blaspheme or reproach. The word reproach has so many different uh, names to it. And in this book right here, we go through that. But it's like a blame and a rebuke and a disgrace, a discredit, a contempt, a feeling that something is worthless and despicable, an expression of this feeling, a state of being despised, disregarded, and when I was reading, you know, I, was, I do word studies. So when I was reading about defy, I looked that up. When I saw the meanings of that, I looked those up in Webster's and that's mm. what all's in here. And taunting and, and insulting words and just setting it not. And, you know, a lot of our self-talk is like that about mm. ourselves. Right. It doesn't take somebody else. We just do it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the wiles of the devil is mm -hmm. to turn our mouth on, our, on ourselves. Right. But I was sitting there and I thought, I've experienced that. <laughs> and um, as, a, as a woman preacher, mm -hmm. you experience that. As a woman, period, you experience it. But as a woman preacher, you experience it again. Mm -hmm. And um, so I got to investigating that to see, because I, I, I identified with it. I realized that I had experienced that myself. And that's when I got into looking, looking this up. So Goliath's name means to expose and to shine the light on, actually, and to reveal and uncover. So when a, and and I realized then, Chesley, that reproach is not just some little unimportant thought I have. Mm -hmm. That's a giant warfare mm -hmm. that every human being has. Yeah. Because it came in the fall of man. Mm -hmm. It came when our image got shattered. Right. Amen. Mm -hmm. So every, every, every time we think ill of ourselves, and I think we have to start there because that's where it begins. Mm -hmm. Not just when I think ill of myself, then I'm going to think ill of you mm -hmm. and I'm going to think ill of other people. Right. That's why they say it spreads. Hurt it's kind of like a COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they say hurt people hurt people. Because that's if true. you don't feel, you know, if there's brokenness, which, I mean, we all deal with to a mm -hmm. certain degree, but I'm just saying if, we, if you're... Just, you don't know how to handle it. Right. If you're not practicing these things, then right. it is very hard. Like, how can you love someone else if you don't have a full revelation of God's love for you? And, That's true. And really do it, not just, you know, feel it sometimes. Mm -hmm. And think about it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So, and it, this uh, struck me too, um, if reproach is an expression of disapproval and disgrace, do we pray out of a spirit of reproach or are we praying out of a spirit of faith? Mm. In other words, am I praying for somebody because I disapprove of what they're doing or am I praying for somebody out of the love of God and the destiny that he has for them to fulfill? Wow. That's a good question to ask ourselves. Well, I think so. Yeah. 
It just dawned on me. Mm-hmm. So um, you can pray. You can pray for healing out of the fear of dying. Mm-hmm. And that's why your prayer is not effective because mm-hmm. it's not a prayer of faith. It's a prayer of the fear of dying. I'm praying desperately because I'm afraid of dying. Mm-hmm. And that's a real subtle thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I was just reading the other day in a, the book called um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the, and the man was talking about how he and his wife had a child and they were um, praying for their child out of uh, I guess disapproval of his behavior mm-hmm. instead of appreciating who he was, a God, a God created vessel and what all God has for him and allowing him to grow at his own pace. Yeah. He wasn't keeping up with other people his age mm-hmm. and it was upsetting them because they were looking like bad parents now because mm-hmm. they didn't grow him upright mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah. So that's why I was say that's what made me think. Are we praying out of a spirit of reproach, mm. out of the uh, a disapproval of that person? Not, that doesn't mean you don't acknowledge that there's sin in the camp. Right. You have to deal with sin. True. But you look at it like God looks at it as something that's stealing life from us, not something that you disapprove of us right. doing. Yeah. You I know? think that's a huge thing with our children is, Yeah. I mean, we're talking about basically seeing ourselves the way God sees us mm-hmm. and not letting those little... And He sees us in the future. Yeah. He sees the finished product. That's right. That's right. And <laughs> and that's so big with our children, like seeing them the way God sees them and not seeing like all the little things that you're like, don't do that. You got to work on that. You're not good at that. You're not, you know, and yeah. just seeing them for the gift that they are that, you know, God gave us and and then treating them that way. Right. And correcting them that way because you want them to. Well, I was reminded of, uh, do we pray out of a spirit of reproach or faith? Um, Jesus has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Wow. So if he's been made that to us, then our prayers need to, instead of disapproving of their behavior, Mm -hmm. our prayers need to start praising God for what he's got in them and drawing it out of them. Yeah. That's good. Isn't it? I wish I could go back and start all over. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know all this stuff when I was raising kids, that's for sure. <laughs> but I wished I had. So uh, let's look at, um, you were look, You were showing me some things out of the book of reproach. Mm-hmm. You want to share any of those? or? Uh, well, just, let's see. One of the things that just really, we talked about just recognizing the, the tactics of the enemy and um, you wrote, knowledge is power and knowing your enemy is very helpful. Satan works best in the dark with lies and deception as his tools of choice. Turn on the light with knowledge and increase your power against him. So when we- I thought, I can't believe I wrote that. I didn't, that sounds <laughs> good. good. I didn't good know I even wrote it. <laughs> but ahead. just recognizing that when those thoughts come, recognizing because sometimes we let them linger yeah, for a little while right, right. and then they start to produce even sometimes. But if we recognize like, no, that's not God. Stop it. That's, yeah. As soon as you catch it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, speaking against that and like you keep encouraging me so much to 
say the right things, you know, don't yeah. only reject the negative things, but start speaking over ourselves the, the right things. Right. Who we are in Christ. My, ident- my identity is in Christ and, you know, not what I messed up on last week or... <laughs> well, and our self-talk can become so su- subconscious, mm-hmm. you know, we don't even recognize that that's going on. One night years ago, we were coming home from uh, church when we were at Bracewood mm-hmm. Sunday night. And so I, uh, we were on our way home and I just put my head back, you know, was it, the radio was on and <clears throat> the song was playing and it was uh, got a lot of good melody to it. And I'm just swaying <laughs> to the song, singing along with the song. And I'm learning about the power of the tongue at about this time singing along with the song, and all of a sudden it dawned on me what I was saying. <laughs> bewitched, bothered, and bewildered, am I? I said, no, I'm not bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Yeah. It was so funny. So you got to catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Music is a big... It's a big carrier. Right. It it's a has a lot of influence, especially for our kids. Yeah. I mean, for us too, but I'm just saying that. Well, stop and think of the things that uh, music, you remember the songs from the 50s. or right. Well, not you, but <laughs> some mean, people, 50s, but... I bet some people could remember the songs from the 50s even. Yeah, Steve Williamson is the. <laughs> yeah, he's the classic. He's the ju- jukebox. <laughs> yeah. So watch your talk. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to do that myself. I mean, I'm not telling you this because I've got this together. I'm telling you this because we all need to constantly keep it in front of us and, and work it out. This is how we, this is how we can be uh, fruit, uh, effective and, uh, and productive for the kingdom. Amen. We have to watch our, our talk. Yes. Um, this, this slide here, it says in 2 Corinthians 6, 11 and 12, the King James says, O ye Corinthians, Put your name in here. Uh, well, put your name in here. I meant to say that. <laughs> Talking to myself. Oh, ye Corinthians, Mary Jean, Chesley. Let's put our name in here. And the Lord is saying, my mouth is open unto you. My heart is enlarged. You are not straightened in me, but you are straightened in your own bowels. And that's be like your spirit. And then the message puts it this way. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives are not small, but you are living them in a small way. Mm. So he's saying, you're not small because of me. I, I mean, when you stop and think about it, here's our born again spirit, ability to contain mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. Uh, that, that uh, we, are, um, we have a capacity to hold the riches and glory yeah. in Christ. And he has deposited everything. My mouth is open wide unto you. My heart has been enlarged. I have given you my whole self. I can't give you any more than I've already given you. And and it, so you're not straightened on from from me. I'm not holding you back. You're right. holding me back, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, or holding so, yourself back. Yeah. yeah. The smallness you feel, that really struck me one day. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives are not small, but you're living them in a small way. So thank you, Lord. And then the next, um, this is one thing. We'll be looking at the, um, the accuser of the brethren as we get into next week, probably uh, get into that. But in Revelations 12, it says in verses 10 through 11, I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength. That strength there is authority, exousia, authority. And the kingdom of our God and the power, the dunamis, miracle working power of his Christ are his anointing. The anointing 
is Christ. Christ is the anointing. So when you see the word Christ, just put the anointing in there. When you think of the anointing, think of the presence of God, the full presence of all of his power working. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. So uh, now it's come, it says, salvation and authority and the kingdom of our God and the, the miracle working power of his anointing and his presence for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. So once we cast down the accuser of the brethren, whether mm-hmm. he's in us or outside coming at us, mm-hmm. that's when the anointing and the authority of God functions. That We need to meditate on that this yeah, week. that's true. <laughs> I got to wrap my brain around that. Yeah. We need to meditate on that this week. Now is come salvation. That's covers your finances, your health and healing, your relationships, your body, your whole everything. Now is come salvation and strength. That's the word for authority. So our authority becomes more effectively fervent. The kingdom of our God and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ, the miracle working power of his anointing, the kingdom of our God. This accuser of the brethren, whether in me or coming outside of me, Mm -hmm. has got to be cast down Mm -hmm. and coming through me. I mean, it could come from me to somebody else. Right. That's true. You know, whether it's my own self-talk, someone else telling me bad things about myself or me saying bad things about other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) one thing. I know I feel like I'm always talking about with kids like but that's where your life is right now yeah that's this phase of life that i'm in and one thing that i thought of when you were talking about that is like um saying something negative about someone like i'm not gonna call my child something but i might say your behavior was like this and Mm -hmm. and god has really helped me to choose my words wisely so that i don't say like you are that thing or you are that but your behavior is this and it's not right and we need to adjust it or you know um and it's that's hardly ever that's hardly ever i have to say anything like that i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) well i think we ought to just leave it there let's let's meditate on uh, revelations 12 Uh, 10 and 11 for the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. So overcoming by the blood, the word by there is a little Greek word dia and dia means the channel through which something comes. Mm. So, and in both places by the blood, by the word of our testimony, so the channel through which the blood cleanses, the, the cleansing comes. They overcame him by the, through the blood of the lamb and through the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto death. So Amen. Uh, that's a powerful scripture. Yeah. And to think that all of this comes into being and in, increases and the kingdom of our God increases when we cast down the accuser of the brethren, whether it's in us, through us or coming at us from the outside. Yeah. And ha 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 on the devil. We're up to your tricks. <laughs> yes. And as women having a dominion in the darkness, mm-hmm. he's hidden. Now we're shining the light on it mm-hmm. so others can see. Right. 
Yay! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> well, thank y'all so much for being with us. Amen. I just wanted to say hi to Miss Barbara and hey, Barbara. Ms. Raja. Thank y'all so much for joining us today. Amen. It's such a blessing. You are a faithful few. Yes. But they come in later, you know, later on when I look at it. There's other people that come in later yeah. and see it at other times. Right. You can watch you us could live. Also, you can yeah. watch later. You can watch past programs. So mm -hmm. you can't watch future programs yet. And I'm reminded before we leave it that uh, what that man was saying the other day about the, this great awakening coming is about the kingdom. So we need to realize that we're of a kingdom that mm -hmm. cannot be shaken, that we live from a different system, Amen. not the world system. The world system is shattering. It's like that broken glass. It's mm -hmm. shattering. But our world is whole and we want to walk in that wholeness. And, that, and that's what peace means. Mm -hmm. So you can have peace if you don't let go of it. Amen. So be at peace. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll see y'all next week. Bless, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> Amen.